Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to a brand new episode of Prime Picks, folks. This is cycle two of these episodes. The last cycle was a while ago. This is a new cycle of episodes just for you guys here on the Merc with the Movie Blog feed. I'm your host, Mike. And, you know, a lot has happened since I last recorded episode six. You know, I got a new job. You know, I'm working my butt off. You know, it's time to bring Prime Picks back to the feed and to make Josh a little bit more happier with the feed, I guess, as well. <laughs> um, speaking of Josh, we have Josh here with us for this episode of Prime Picks. Hey, Josh, what's going on? Hey, man, how you doing? I'm, I'm glad that you finally got a job and you're liking it and, uh, and things are going well for you. It is. It's uh, it's been a little hectic and a little bit busy, but uh, we are here because Josh's pick, Prime pick in particular, is the uh, it's an Amazon original. We're still in the Amazon original still. This is the third in the row right now, so it's not bad. To be honest, not I did bad. not realize that this was an Amazon original. It is. Amazon got the uh, exclusive uh, production. For this particular film, which is a, it's it's sort of a remake. Uh, I read up, and it's inspired by the original. So I think I would consider it more a reboot. I don't know because reboots typically take like the basic premise and then change everything else, and that's what this did, really. Yeah, yeah. We are talking about Suspiria, Suspiria, bitches. Yes, but the 2018 version. Yeah, that's what I'm referring to because <laughs> because that's on Prime. It's an Amazon original. Don't get it confused, people. No, uh, the original, however, right now is on Tubi, which uh, it would be a great episode for uh, Tubular Tubi. But no, uh, we're here to talk about <laughs> Prime picks, uh, talking about the Prime, you know, pick of the. Reboot, remake, whatever you want to call it, of Suspiria. Josh, why were you curious enough to pick this film? Well, uh, you know, I'd heard so many good things about the original. People always praise that movie. And I was like, I was looking around on Prime. I was like, well, what is on there? And I saw the remake. It was one that I had not seen because I had not seen the original. And I was like, I wonder if I could find the original and then it would give me a reason to watch it. And then I found it on Tubi. I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch both of these. And that's what I'm going to pick for, uh, for, for my episode because I've been meaning for a long time to watch the original because, like I said, everybody seems to love that movie. And we'll talk about that uh, in a little bit. But it gave me a reason to watch it. And so, uh, and, and I know the, like, when I, I remember seeing the trailers and stuff for the remake, and it intrigued me. I was like, okay, that looks kind of weird and, and interesting. And I've been wanting to wanting to watch it, but I wanted to watch the original first. So get, this this gave me a nice reason to do all that. It's so true because uh, when you brought that up to me, I was like, huh, I haven't seen that either because I've heard so much about it as well. I mean, everyone in the horror community were just like, you know, Suspiria, the original '77 film, is you know a classic. And as right, and then then I did hear about the. The new film in 2018 i'm like mm, okay so this was my first time as well watching it so similar experience but this is going to be a first for this episode because we have different opinions on these films it's kind of a flip-floppy episode folks 
It's so, gonna be it'll be a ride. <laughs> it's gonna be a ride. Yes, it um, so we're mainly gonna talk about, of course, the 2018 film because it is on Amazon Prime right now. You can actually watch it. Um, we'll, we'll reference the original film a bit that's on Tubi right now. Just to mention that right now. I don't know how long it's going to be on Tubi, so if you're going to watch the original, probably find it somewhere else. The original was by Dargio Argento, an Italian filmmaker who is known for his horror work. Uh, I've heard the name, like I said, and he was just, you know, watching the original, I'll say up front, uh, before, because it's got the, the, the new movie has a basic structure of the original film. Yeah. And basically, the nut of it, the 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 core of the, Suspiria, the bare bones, so to speak. The bare, yeah, the the <clears throat> the the bare bones, simple story structure of it is that an American goes to Europe, Germany in particular, to go to a dance academy, and there's some witchy, some supernatural stuff going on at the dance academy, and this one girl has to basically kind of go deep into what's going on there and for the original i at first like i was like okay the colors are popping the colors are very popping indeed just because i've seen like the bright colors of the film and it's a nice look it's a nice look indeed and then it started to be like really cheesy it is like sem- like late 70s effect of horror especially if you're yeah, but I, it was, like, bad cheesy. Like, I've watched a lot of 70s horror, <laughs> and this was, like, the B-movie type of cheese. And I'm just like... And, like, if I if I hadn't heard anything about this movie, I hadn't heard any reviews, nothing, and someone was just like, hey, just sit down and watch this movie. Okay. I might have gotten just, like, a, a funny kick out of it, because I like shitty B-movies. But uh, having everybody hype this movie up saying it's a masterpiece i was uh not impressed to say the least oh boy uh, i know that's gonna that's a, it's a hot take it is a hot... I'm, I'm probably it's there's probably gonna be some comments uh, you know in in the in the section here but uh yeah was not a fan it's... i started to watch it in between some stuff i i'm watching it and it's like, like I said, it's got good like production stuff, the cinematography, the colors, and yeah, the, yeah, and the that, score. That and, and the, the score, score are it's amazing. amazing. Yeah, it's great. It's the only good parts about it. <laughs> I'll be honest, the opening scene I actually really liked. I thought it was really interesting. It, it grabbed me. I was like, okay, what's happening here? And then it like just like flips out of nowhere, and we get this weird ass serial killer scene that really means nothing. It doesn't have any impact on the story. Uh, the way she dies, it doesn't have any impact on the story. And I'm just like, what the motherfuck is happening here right um, now? And then it just went off the rails from oh there. Oh man, it. I like, I noticed the the the, uh, the very low like quality budget of like the blood, <laughs> and then like the the face. Like you see, there's like a bunch of fake heads you see, and there's like. I was like, "Oh my god, this yeah. is like up my alley." I'm like, "This is my jam." I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm laughing my ass off because that in the first 15 minutes, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, uh one of the characters uh shit, what was her name actually? Cuz uh, I remember reading a fact about 
that character. What was it? I didn't care enough to write her name down at all. Um, I, be- I totally believe honest. her name is Patricia. <laughs> Uh, Patricia is what I'm thinking of. Yeah, Patricia. Yeah, because yeah. D- yeah, it's the same. It's the same name that they use in the yeah. remake. Yeah, for uh, Chloe Grace Moretz's yep. character. So Patricia in the original dies in the first 15 minutes. Yet in the remake, which will drop in right here, is that she doesn't die until the very end of the film, which is like okay, okay. Yeah, I thought that was an interesting change. You know, we get this whole thing with a you know. With Patrizia in in the like the therapist's office and her just kind of instead of running off like she did in the original and then being gone, we get to kind of they really they spill the beans with her right away. Yeah, you know she's in the in the psych- psychiatrist's office and they tell us straight away that there's that it's witches yeah that was the we don't know that at all no the original until, until the end. end yeah that was the that yeah. would see that what i loved about the original film is that there was that mystique mystery of it like you didn't know what's gonna happen at the academy you was like there's some strange shit going on there there was like some killings going on there's there's that freaking maggot scene that was like <laughs> yeah yeah it's like what the fuck I, is I, this? I loved every second of it i'm like ooh, what's going on here i i just <laughs> Like, like especially in that fir- first fifteen minutes, like I said, that killer, like he, that killer was like so hairy. It was almost like a werewolf kind of looking <laughs> person, and just like smashed through the glass. And like, oh my god, I was, it was so good. Um, mm-hmm. So I, 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 I see when I when I think of seventies horror, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, Halloween, it's Texas Chainsaw Massacre, okay. These are like great horror mm-hmm. films. They're they're extremely well done. Yeah, there's a little bit of cheese in there. You know, some of the effects don't hold up today, but when you hear, "Oh, this movie's a masterpiece and it's 70s horror." I'm expecting it to be better than those. And it in no way to me is better than those. Other than like the score and the cinematography, and that's it. You know, so I, I just, I don't, help me understand, Mike. Help it's, me. Because you, you seem to love it. I do. Or at least really I like do, it. I, I do, don't know. I really do. I, I understand what people are talking about. It's, it's a simple, it, it's short, by the way, folks. The original is short. It's like it an is. hour and a half. It's an easy watch. Uh, well, I shouldn't say easy. There's a lot of blood and uh, gore in between, <laughs> but uh for a horror film, it's actually pretty quick to watch. It's a you can actually watch it a few times within a day and enjoy it. Part of me wishes also that I had been able to watch it in. I'm assuming it's originally in Italian. Is that what it's mm-hmm. originally in? Because the version I have, it definitely looked like it was so, dubbed. So I'm like, it, this has to have been dubbed because like it looked like it was. So dubbed let me and sounded like it. Let was. me talk about that. So that's the most interesting part of the original film, which. Uh, <laughs> was expecting to go in full detail about this, but uh, uh, the original film was dubbed, period. Um, so, uh, reading from Wikipedia, uh, all the actors' dialogues was dubbed through ADR, a common practice in Italian filmmaking at the time. On set, each actor spoke their native language. Uh, for instance, Harper... Uh, so, all, so th- okay... So was there a mixture of languages? So the people who could speak English spoke English. 
the people who spoke okay. Italian, they spoke Italian, and others spoke German. And then German, yep. yeah. So, okay. um, I honestly, I wish I could have just watched that because I'm, I do, I'm fine with subtitles. Same. And maybe the maybe the acting wouldn't have came off as bad. I don't know, but I'm just going by what I got to watch. You know what I mean? Um. There was a fact about Argento disappointed over Harper, Jessica Harper's voice, who plays uh, Susie in the original. Uh, so she was dubbed in, by Italian by another actress for apparently. Um, yeah, let's see what was it. Uh, contrary to con- uh, conventional wisdom that Suspiria is entirely post-synced, the English language mix is actually not entirely dubbed and uses a fair amount of production dialogue recorded on set. Mixed with post-synced ADR, actors who actually on-set recorded voices appear in some scenes of the English mix, which are the, the uh, English actresses. Okay, which makes sense as to why it just yeah didn't sound it right. did. And it, this is this is a subgenre in it in, in Italy. It's like uh, what the heck is it called? Uh, why am I blanking on the name? And I don't want to say the wrong thing because that's um, that's something else completely different. Um, so I understand. Uh, it's it's not everyone's thing. That's the thing. It's it's kind of it's hard to explain. It does. It's hard to explain how it is. And I really wanted to like look into other people's opinions about the original film and comparing it to the this new one. It's for me. It just and this is what I wanted to say. If I could compare Suspiria 77 to almost another low-budget-looking horror film, I would make a great double feature out of Suspiria and Sam Raimi's The Evil Dead. I mean... I I don't know if I'd go that far. I I, per- <laughs> I, I noticed similarities between The Evil Dead and Suspiria, in my opinion. No... I I rewatched both Evil Dead one and two recently because uh, like o- over the summer they they had it at like the drive-in, and uh, I love those movies, but the first one is real cheesy. It is. Now it's not it, it's not as cheesy as the second one. The second one because like he leans right. more into the humor in the right. second one, so like it's it's almost supposed to be more, but you can tell how low budget that mm-hmm. first one really mm-hmm. is. Um, but I think Raimi was able to do it in a way that didn't come off like he didn't know what he was doing. Mm. Hmm. Okay. 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 That's just me. Wow. <laughs> because like Evil Dead is paced fantastically. This movie, the original Suspiria, the pacing was all over the place. So, and I don't know if that's an editing problem or what. Like, I don't know what may have gotten left on the cutting room floor, but no matter what, that's the movie that got put out. This, and again, that's just my opinion. This is, (laughs) let's see, this is one, two, three, four, five. This is Argento's sixth directed film. So he's had five other films beforehand. They were um, 
There was, uh, before this, it was Deep Red, uh, Five Days of Milan, uh, A Man Called Amen, uh, Four Flies on a Gray, uh, okay, and then The Cat of Nine Tales. So, I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not like, def- it's hard to defend 77 Suspiria. It's like, everyone has their opinions, and I understand that. Hey, and you know what? More power to all you know, you and everyone else that who who love this movie. That's great. I wish I had. I was hoping, like, I went into that movie being like, okay, this thing's supposed to be a masterpiece. I'm gonna love this movie because I'm real easy when it comes to horror. You know, I love so many shitty horror movies. It's ridiculous, and so so I was really like, I'm probably gonna love this movie, and it's probably gonna like make the remake not be good to me or something. That's what I was expecting. And it just didn't happen. No. I, I don't, you know what I mean? So I'm glad that you and everybody else out there seems to love that <laughs> movie. But yeah. 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 See in my head, I just compared it to Raimi's the evil dead. Cause they're both low budget in a way. They both have cheesy horror effects and they kind of had like at the end or so when they had the dead friend come back to go after the main hero. I saw that comparison in my head. And then, of course, I was like, oh, that's right. The Evil Dead got a remake in 2013, I believe, as well, which is a way better remake, in my opinion, of a horror film. Uh, yeah, dude, that remake is the Fetty Alvarez one. Is it is. So I, in my head, I was like, oh, I might actually do that. I might watch those back to back. But... Uh, did you, because we tried to schedule this a few times because of what's going on recently, but did you manage to uh, watch Argento's other films? No, I didn't. Okay. I was going to watch the other two in the trilogy, and I okay. did not get around to it. Yeah, because the concept mm-hmm. of Suspiria, outside the basic barebone story, is that there's the three mothers. Yeah. And I was reading up on it. Just before it's based on the mythology of the three sorrows. Yes. I read up on it too. Yes. Yeah. Uh, there's the mother of sighs, the mother of tears and the mother of darkness are the three. Yes. So it's, I, I definitely still want to check them out just because I'm kind of a completionist when mm-hmm. it comes to stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, I'm kind of curious too myself because at first, I didn't know the concept of the three mothers. Watching the remake, um, which is who directed the new one? Uh, Luca. Lu- oh, uh, Luca Gua- uh, Guadagnino, or something. Yeah, yeah, Luca Guad- Guadagnino. Yeah, he. It's like it's like Guadagnino, and I'm not sure how to pronounce yeah. it. I think he did a better job of explaining what the hell was going yeah, on. Yeah, here's what else. Okay, here's. That's one of the things I really liked about the remake is we got like I like you know I like movies that don't tell you right away what's going on. That's fine with me. But I did enjoy the fact that we got interspersed throughout the film, you know, stuff with the witches and we got to see the inner workings and and what their plan was and what was going on. And so we really kind of understood what the fuck was happening at this school. Yeah, it he really dove deep deep into the lore like it there is so much like exposition there's so much 
it to me it felt it's too fucking long to begin with it it is too long it should have been like closer to two hours it is because it was what two 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 and and a half half, right yeah 235 something like that it should have been like two, maybe two ten. Probably at the, at the I most. understand you want to explain the witches and what's going on at the academy, the dance academy. But in between, there's like uh, because it, it said during like the German winter of seventy seven. Yeah, which I'll be honest, I understand setting it in seventy seven because it's a it's it's that's when the original movie was yep. made. I get that, but honestly, I think it should have been set in present day. Yeah, I think it. I just think it would have been. That would have been because they, in the background, if you notice, there's a lot of things going on with like the political climate of it, and they yeah. keep explaining what happened forty years ago, and it was just. Yeah, and it's like I don't, I don't need yeah, that. Yeah, I do not need that whatsoever. I, I keep seeing that in the background, like on the TV or on the radio, or yep. it's like okay, there's some undertone going on here. You're trying to set up like the world it's set in. I don't want that. Luca, I don't want that. Can you cut that? You know what else I didn't what? need? Almost everything with the doctor. You know? Like, there's some, like, having him at the beginning, uh, maybe having him in a couple of scenes here, you know, but, like, the thing with his wife, like, I didn't need any of it. I didn't need him to be there at the end. I just didn't need any of the, it. His... It just seemed unnecessary. And you know what? I don't know if you read up, because you said you were reading up on stuff. Do you know who plays oh, the doctor? Oh, I got spoiled re- right away at the beginning because uh, you know what Prime does that no other uh, stream service does? Prime what? has the X-ray uh, thing right next to it where oh, you yeah. see IMDb not, trivia. I don't usually look at it. Yeah, I don't so, usually look at it. Yes, you get to see trivia right next to the movie. And I saw right away, Tilda Swinton played this role. And I'm like, okay. Under a, under a pseudonym, yeah. though. yeah. And apparently for years, because I mean this, oh, not years, but for a while, like during filming and then for the, for, I think it just recently was revealed yeah. that she, because like even on set, people didn't know it was yeah. her. It was so, because the reason is that it's, it's a woman film. Most of the cast is women. There's, there's like yeah. a few extras and there's like the two, the detectives that are males, mm-hmm. but everyone else are a female. And Twinson's like, yeah, yeah, let me do this role. I would, this is great. I'll do that. And I, and I noticed it right away. Actually, I was like, Ooh, it's, it's a good portrayal of the role, but yeah, that role got expanded from the original. Cause the doctor was in the original was very brief where he, he gave uh, Susie the information that she needed about the covenant and yeah. the witches. So uh, this role just, ooh. yeah, that's where it's like in this movie, it was way too much, but in the original, it was way, there was not enough. Yeah. There, you yeah, know what I mean? Here's a, yeah. It, there's the, there needs to be a balance. There needs to be like, not yeah. too much. And not not yeah. too little. I and mean, it needs to be like right in the middle where it has to be like we have to, we need that information or you know the, how the stories could be told that way. It's like Luca. It's like Luca watched Argento's film. And was like, I'm just gonna go to the extreme opposite of pretty yes. much everything else that he did. Like Argento had amazing score and cinematography. Luca's did not. No, it, you know what? I had like, a hard time watching because it was so damn dark. Yeah, uh, like I have written in my notes. It's just like. What did I write? It's the colors are dull and muted. And I'm just like, you, you took one of the best parts about the original film and just 
completely said, nah, yep, I'm good. That's the, that was the <laughs> thing. He, it's And the same with the score. That score in the original is yeah. fantastic. Like, I would buy that, you know, and just listen to that yeah. score. It's, it's insane. But this one, it wasn't memorable at no, all. No, I, I couldn't even tell you anything about it. I No. no. So I'm starting to agree with a few things about the film at least that's 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 good going into this it just yeah it felt way too long it was just over it's like since this is a being uh i'm not gonna reveal it, i'm not gonna date this um it's overstuffed <laughs> okay it's just too it's yeah. <sighs> what i will admit that the cast is phenomenal yeah dakota johnson was great dakota johnson was fantastic and yeah. she said like an interview that this film totally fucked with her and she had to go to therapy. <laughs> oh, wow. it was, I mean, I could see it was that, that deep that. and I can understand that it was, and it, it was like way too much me. It was like, there was like a lot of story, but all that, like the, the Suspiria 77 feeling was just like all the end of it where it, shit goes crazy at the end. It was balls to the wall, crazy at the end, especially with the reveal of what, and who um, one of the mothers was. I was yeah. like, wait, what? Wait, she's the mother? She's the, like, what, what huh? <laughs> I got I love, I actually, I, I love that reveal. Because it's, it took a big switch from what happens in the original. It does. Yeah, because with Susie, the, the, the character, she's just a, a blank you know, American slate of just like, I'm here in the European country doing dancing and wait, some something supernatural is happening. Oh, I must investigate and, and kill off the main mother to kill off the rest of the witches. This one, where she's a kid and think her sister, I believe was like, we're learning about us history, not European. And she keeps like circling Berlin, Berlin and just pointing at the map, Berlin. Like that's, I'm like, what is going on with that? Because she must inhabited her, and then she just tried to get her to the point of the location to do whatever she wants to do. Well, the whole thing is like she's essentially she's the she's just reincarnated inside yeah. her, and that's you know, that's that's what yeah. it is. So she's there the entire time. Yeah, I, I do I do appreciate that dance is incorporated a lot more in this film. Because we didn't get a lot of it. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did a lot of interesting stuff with the dance in this. That's another thing why I, like, I know modern dance has been a thing for a while, you know? But it felt weird be, okay, being like, this is from the 70s. Did they really have that kind of, I don't know. I mean, I'm not super fluent in dance. Right. But did they really have that style of modern dance in the 70s? I don't know. It felt weird to me. Maybe uh, it's just because I don't know enough about the history of dance. But yeah, it seemed like it should have been modern to make sense for the types of dance that they were doing. Yeah, it seemed like really, uh, it was really intense. Like I love, and then that there's that I don't know what else to call it, but I I, I put it in my nose is the the dance voodoo scene where it's like she's dancing, but it's like affecting that other girl. Yeah, that I. And that yeah. that thing was fucking intense. Yeah, I think that was like Olga, I believe, that got really <laughs> Yeah. And, and she's like and the actress uh, who plays her is a contortionist, so that was real. That was yeah. no CGI bullshit. That was like she can actually it was bend her body like that. Wild. And I was like 
throughout the movie, I was like, what the fuck? I was like, what the fuck? What the hell's going on here? Yeah. Like, I was like, like, is this really happening in this film? Like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, it was, it was, it was wild. Um, and <laughs> during that scene, something happens that made me think about other stuff that had happened previously. And it, it, it kind of stuck out to me that it seems to me that for some reason, Luca has this thing with urine. I don't know if you noticed this. Because <laughs> pa- Patricia mentions that uh, they, they had, they had, you know, they would make mm. us uh, give them urine samples. Oh, I did notice that. And then and they we, do a close up of then it. Olga, Olga pees herself at, you know, when she's dying in the contortion <sighs> shit. Then they show Susie peeing in a cup. Then they show some like naked woman on a toilet. And I'm just like, what is going on here? Like, uh, is is this like Quentin Tarantino with feet? I, like, you know I what don't I mean? Know. What's happening I don't, here? I don't, that's a it, weird it, trademark. If it is, oh my god, um, it was. It's like four different instances. Like I one don't or two. Know, that's Luca, one thing, I don't like, know. I have not. I've not seen his <laughs> other films. To uh, I don't. I'm not sure what else he's done. No, to be honest, I didn't look um, that far. I don't. I don't <laughs> think uh, "Call Me yeah. by Your Name" has any urine stuff in it. <laughs> Oh, but they, that, I'm not a fan. I'm not a big fan of that movie either. Oh, uh, oh, wow. <laughs> and they, he chooses to do some interesting stuff, let's say, uh, in that film as well. Yeah. No, so, what, I can see what Luca was doing. He, particularly with a peach. Oh, uh, I've heard about that peach. I need to watch the film yeah. to better understand that, but I've heard about it. Um, no, Argento in, his original film uh, in 77 Suspiria, he has like iconic shots of not like, you know, you would zoom into a shot of like an object. You would zoom into the toilet. You would zoom into the sink. You know, he would have these like shots for various things. It's like, it's like weird art house. Stuff. And here's the thing mentioning about art house stuff. Uh, and they do, they do that in this movie in one very specific sequence. It's that dream. Susie has a dream sequence yeah. where it's just like real fucking weird yeah. art house horror, random disturbing yeah. images and shit. Yeah, it's the weirdest. I, I was like, "What am I watching?" Right I'm now? like, "Am I watching this a weird art house <laughs> film?" And I loved yeah. at the end, in the very end, you see a mother who's trying to be one of the mothers who's not the one of the mothers. It's like this random, yeah. ugly, distorted naked mother and she's like yeah um mo- mother mark marcus oh marcos yeah, Mar- marcos. marcos yes marcos yeah because yeah, they keep saying mother marcos um yeah. that's what it is i don't know all the mother's names to be honest there's so many characters but marcos is i only i remember her and 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 blanc yep. female character yep. right yeah so apparently yeah when mother marcos appears at the end uh there's a point where she's complaining about how the dances is like, this is not art. And I'm like, and it's like, you could literally take that and slap it on the movie saying, this is not art. To me, this is not art at all. <laughs> I laughed so hard when I heard, this is not art. And I'm like, you're right. This is not art at all, in my opinion, for this film. It, it's, it's, <laughs> I, and it, it just wasn't, it took the story of this very basic story that I love. It, it's, the 77 took a clear story of like some coming in, something's going on. 
they have to investigate and they experience what's going on and a, someone gets died at the, at the end. This one explains everything, every little detail to the to like minute detail, like everything you need to know about this, that, and the other. And Susie's a completely different character than the original film altogether. She's not like sure she is from she's from Ohio of all places. What's with Ohio? <laughs> where was she from? Did they say where she was from in the she, original? I don't remember. All I know that she <laughs> flew from New York, so I don't know if she's mm. from New York or not. So, um, but Ohio. I kind of like the idea of her being from like a, a Midwest. And it did. It just showed. It showed like a state, like a Amish-ish kind of farm. Uh, yeah. So I was like, okay, okay, because it it more explains her kind of meekness and naivete as opposed to like if she if in the original if she's from New York, like I wouldn't expect that type of uh, of personality. You know what I True. mean? Yeah, it just it was just. Yeah. I, I did not like. I, See, that's I, the thing. I like this one in general. I, I mean, I, it isn't. It's not a mess. No, no. You know, I'm not going to be somebody being like, "Oh, the other one sucks, but this one's a masterpiece." No. Uh, but I liked. It. I would watch this one again. I don't know if I would watch the other one again. I really don't. Um, it has its issues. We've talked about some, but yeah, overall, I I liked. I think the story itself is actually laid out better. You get a better through line. It's paced way better. So it it was more enjoyable as a, as a, as a viewing experience for me. I, I mean, I, I understand why, why people, because like people who love the original, this is, would be a downgrade. If you, if you think the original is a masterpiece, you know? Yeah. So I get it. But for someone like me, who thinks the original is kind of trash? Well, this one ain't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know. yeah, it's there was a quote. Did do they uh I wonder if I could find that again. They were they were quoting Argento because they were because apparently um Luca is friends with him, apparently. And that's why he, he eventually yeah. made the film. There was a quote somewhere. Where the heck Something else, as as you're thinking about that, or trying to find that, something else uh, in that in this remake, uh, that whole ending scene, the whole like bloodbath ending mm-hmm. scene mm-hmm. that I call, I feel like it went on too long. It did. Bit. You know, it it seemed like it was just it was a bit too much. It had like a really weird like musical choice too. Yeah, I did notice that. I don't know what was I don't know what was going on like why they went that why he went that route, but. He he made I'll I'll say this he made some questionable decisions while making this oh, film. There it is. Absolutely, okay, I think I found what I was looking for. Argento mm-hmm. panned the film, saying it did not excite me. It portrayed the spirit of the original film. There is no fear, and there is no music. The film underwhelmed me, I'm... but he did call the film's design beautiful. I mean, I'll say this about the original. Yeah, that the the score is the only part that gave me any sort of fear or tension and nothing else in the movie i was i was like oh none of the f- effects or just or the story or anything gave me any sort of a fear other than the music and so like i, I mean no offense argento but <laughs> maybe you should have done a little better <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm digging my grave. You here, are. Man. You're, you're you're digging a <laughs> hole that's six feet uh, in. Uh, you you can't climb it. out of there. Uh, it's all good. It's all man. good. I'll be right. I'll be right in the trash with this movie, <laughs> the original at least. Uh, what? what? <laughs> uh, it's yeah. I. It's just there's so much. There's so much in in the t- 2018 version. There's just. I just wish you could take the original, the remake, and smash them together. Yeah, I take the best parts of both, give it like a, a two hour time run, and I think you'd have a an amazing I, film. Yeah, I, I really think do. I think we're on the same page basically, but you just love the film more than I did, and it's just that I mean, yeah, the that there's that scene where they actually actually do the dance recital that uh, they've been like uh like rehearsing for this whole time in the film which i i guess that's what they were going for and it's a it's a weird dance it was just like well it's like a ritual that's the whole yeah that's the whole thing. i think it's 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 meant to be like this whole ritual thing that yeah doing. it felt like it too and then there's a point where to bring the mother back yeah. or whatever and then you have like Sarah. Sarah is just like she's curious about Patricia and like Olga, and she goes exploring around. And there's that scene where they're dancing, and it's kind of like the same thing with the voodoo thing at the beginning. Was just like her legs start to like crack, and there's like blood spewing oh, yeah. out. And yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? But yet, but yet they explain that. Sarah does come back in to finish trying to get the dance back on course and it yeah. does well for a while until her legs buckle in again. It's like uh agony and pain. I noticed a few interesting things in this movie. Um because you know, like you like we've said, they give away the fact that they're witches, so they didn't have to hide anything. No. You know? And so there are a couple of times where you see Mother Blanc, like she'll go up to after they've already st- chose Susie to do the dance like I think it was Sarah she goes up to her and she like touches her on the forehead and it like there's like this shimmer Mm. and they don't tell you what's happening but I'm positive she's taking her like abilities and giving them to Susie because then all of a sudden Susie could do the dance without a problem right yeah you know what I mean so I think she was she's she's taking these abilities these these talents from these other girls and giving them to Susie. I, I think... And I thought that was really interesting. It was a cool way to kind of show what the witches could kind of do without just blatantly spelling it out for you. I think, because there's the Blanc, the whole point, uh, she's supposed to train and set up Susie up to dance, and I think she's been, like, building her up, building her up, building her up. We don't get the reveal about the mother... Uh, one of the mothers from Susie until at the end, I think, and I could be totally wrong. Mother's superior. Superior, yeah, that's the one. Um, she, I think, in I think the whole point was that I don't know if she, Susie's character because we don't get to see that side of her until at the end. So the buildup is like Blanc is building her up, and I think the power is switching over to her, and she's telepathically talking to her in one scene. I think the whole point is that I yeah. think Blanc's like unlocking that side of her, I yeah. think. And then at the end, that reveal 
Because I think she's supposed to be a vessel, yeah. right? That's the whole point. Yeah, it's because because Marcos is so fucking old. Yep, and shit. Like Susie's her next vessel. Yep. But what they didn't know is that Mother Suspiriorum was already in yep. her, and that Marcos was was a false yep. mother. Yep. Yeah, I think it took me a while to realize what the, th- the three mothers <laughs> were, and I felt like it took me until like now to click where it's like. She's been the vessel for this whole time, but it didn't like take full control yeah. of the vessel until late, late into the film, because there's there's like yeah. subtle hints of it when you know in her childhood, you know, leading up to, and that's why she's got flashbacks to her mother, and it's just like she's she's yeah, like you said, it's like they had to unlock the vessel, and once they did that, boom, she was already yep. there, ready to yep. do her she's thing. all sick. And that's so, why yeah. she says, I'm, I'm finally ready. I'm ready to go. And it's yeah. like, okay. That's the stuff I, I really like. I did about too. I, as I'm talking about it with you, there is moments of this film where it's it, they're clear. Like the, the way they tell that side of the story with the witches, the mothers, and, you know, the dancing part of it. Everything else just said, like, that, the whole Dr. Subplot you mentioned early on, that was out of left field because... We didn't need yeah, all that about him and his wife. Fun fact for you: the yeah. wife is actually played by Jessica Harper, the original Susie. Oh, yep. was it? That's awesome! Yep. <laughs> I didn't even I looked that, that up too, and I was like, that's "Oh yeah, that book. is Jessica Harper." Uh, that that's that super was, cool. So that's a nice little nod to you know it, the whole film's all homage to the original film, and I understand. I could see it. Yeah. It, Oh yeah, I mean he definitely threw in some stuff like uh like how throughout the original you get these just like full scenes of just like bathed in red light. Mm-hmm. And we get that at the very end during yes. the, the blood yes. during the blood dance. Yes. And it was that awesome. Was. And I wanted more of stuff like that. I wanted that that cinematography, that use of light and color. That he that Argento put into his, I wanted that in this one, because that was one of my favorite parts of the original. But unfortunately, we didn't get that. Yeah, until the very end, and that's why I think modern day it would have worked better. Because like setting it in in this this kind of Germany on the brink of civil war, uh, it's 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 bleak. Very much so. And he he dressed the movie to fit that bleakness. Yeah, and it did it. It, it did a disservice to everything that we got from you know that was good at least from the original. Yeah, I th- it's uh, you're in the Cold War too, which is just like really you really. I mean, forty years ago they kept mentioning it. It's forty years ago it was like, probably was like what World War Two at that point in the timeline. I'm like, okay, you're mentioning old stuff and. That just doesn't. The backdrop I don't care about. Take away the backdrop. Just, just, yeah. just keep it straightforward. Yeah. But this film was a box office flop, massively. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I mean, one, it's super fucking long. Two, it's a remake of a movie that people, that most people yeah. consider a masterpiece. Yep. So right there, you're gonna have people being like. Fuck this movie. I'm not going to even bother. You know what I mean? Yeah. That we see that all the time. Okay. You know, look at look at the the 2016 Ghostbusters. Yeah. Like a lot of people wrote that movie off 
before it even came out simply because it was go it was another ghostbusters movie that had nothing to do with the originals mm-hmm. you know so like pe- people get real set you know with the things that they love so that's kind of why I'm glad I had never seen the original. I just I, I watched them both, boom, boom. Yep. And so I was able to just compare and contrast without having any sort of previous thoughts mm-hmm. about it going in. So yeah. What I'll say what I'll say to just to wrap the, the movie discussion is that when I initially saw it, I was kind of upset about what they did to the original. 77 film what the what they took the story of like i'm in recent years actually doing podcasts and talking movies and doing show podcasts is like i like comparing contrasting original to its remake um that's what i do on into the grid the part of podcast i do with sean recently on the new season comparing the super sentai to its parameter season which is the translation between the stories is just interesting um, even though this is like Argento's, like I think it's, it's his first like English language film. I think his previous works are in Italian, I believe, because they have oh, a. Okay. I think they have because when I looked at his filmography, they're in Italian, not in an English title that he they use. So I could be I oh, could okay. be wrong, but I just those basic looking at it, what it is. So translating Suspiria. And someone, Luca, he has a passion for Suspiria. I, I can see it. I can clearly see that in this film. He has the passion for it. He loves the film to bits. Yeah, apparently, because uh, I was reading something, apparently he wants to adapt all three of them. Yeah. Uh, more, more. I mean, I, I doubt that will happen, but I'll watch him. If more he does. or less, because that's a great segue, Josh. I was just going to mention about how he wanted <clears throat> to make this uh, into like a bigger story. Uh, Suspiria had a working title of Suspiria Part 1, which uh, it was like a first half of a bigger story, and they planned to do a Part 2 to explore the origins of Madame Blanc and Marcos and what the future of Susie would have been. But eventually the subtitle was dropped so that Suspiria was thought to be a a standalone work. Uh, He was interested or he would be interested in developing part two of the film was a commercial success which it was not so that he can't do that but i mean if amazon decided let's do it they could that's really that's up to true them. i mean that's really true it's a hundred percent on them if they want that's to. true i mean prime video i, <laughs> I doubt I it doubt but, it, but <laughs> i mean I guess, it's all about the box office i guess but so yeah. uh he expressed interest in making a prequel about Marcos and uh, set hundreds of years before the first film saying, I have this image in my head of Helena Marcos in solitude in the year 1212 in Scotland or in Spain, wandering through a village and trying to find a way on how she can manipulate the women of the village. I know she was there. I know it was six to 700 years before the actual storyline of this film. So that's, I mean, I would he, watch he, that. he has it like uh, I, I mean, yeah. it could be his and I and I thought about this, too. I think this is like maybe if he could maybe if he could do him. Like, I don't know. What was do you know what the budget was for this movie uh, by any chance? Let's see. Do I know that? Uh, where the heck would that be? <laughs> I do not at the moment, but because I, I feel like if if he could assure. OK, here we go. That he could do these movies for a lower mm. budget. 
then maybe. Uh, the budget was $20 million. Oh, that's uh, it? The box office. And, and what did it make? $7.7 7 Total? Yeah, 7.7 no. yeah, 7 in total box office compared to his $20 oh. million bu- uh, budget. That's... Uh, I mean, that's not that's, good. That's a, that's a flop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm looking... Oh, okay. Okay, so I'm looking at... I'm looking at uh, this box office site mm-hmm. here. Apparently, it only had it was only in 300 theaters. Oh, that because Amazon. It was an extremely limited. Uh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I know Amazon tries to release their films in cinema. It opened. It opened in two theaters, <sighs> and then it, it it maxed out at 309. Mm. So like I feel like that's kind of on their that was on that yeah that's, that's on, on them. them for not opening it wide enough to get more of a draw because yeah dude that's yeah I'm not mm, yeah don't don't uh, that's on your part I mean if you could if you wanted to make more of uh, this which I it would be nice I mean I, I think I'll be honest it's only cost twenty million. They could have made their money back if they had given it a full given it a full release. I guarantee it. I do. I guarantee it. This movie probably could have made 50, 60 million. And that may sound low, but when you have such a low budget, hey, you're making your money back and making some profit. I really think that they could have they could. with with such a with such a shitty release. Like, yeah, that's a hundred percent. Yeah, that's them. I mean, I, I know so. Amazon tries to have you know both on Amazon Video, Prime Video, and of course in the, the theaters. But Amazon, if you're trying to like, you know, get your movies out in theaters, do that along with the subsequent Prime Video release. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, you know, yeah. we're we're at the point of the podcast where we uh we give a rating and review, just like the people on Prime Video always do. So, Josh, out of Five stars. What would you rate Suspiria 2018? I gave it a 3.5. Uh, okay, that's yeah, that's about what the audience is more or less. It was like 3.8 out of 5, so that's pretty darn close. Um, yeah, because I typically, I typically like when I do my reviews, I score out of 10. So like when I when I was thinking about it, I was like a seven out of 10 is right around where I would probably give it. So yeah, 3.5 out of five. Yeah, that's where it will lay for me. That's that's what I gave it on on box or on uh, letterbox. So. Ah, right. So, uh, what would your review blur be if you're going to recommend this movie to other Prime Video users out there? Oh man, putting me on the spot here as uh, always. <laughs> okay, if you're into weird horror, uh, with some cool gore. And a interesting witchy plot. Check it out. I don't know. I'd have to. I'd have to really sit down and uh, think about the way I would want to say that. Um, <laughs> it's, it's yeah. It's in the middle. I would have prepared. I would have prepared one. <laughs> I this is the seventh episode of the podcast, Josh. You would you should know the format. I know you've been on the previous. Uh... I don't think we. I don't think we did that the last time I was on the show. <laughs> I think I did. Uh, I <laughs> and it. even if we did, that was a movie I fucking loved. Yes, indeed. So, so that, there, there you go. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, but what about you? What uh, What is your score for this movie? 
but yeah, let's do that for myself because I'm in the middle. So maybe, maybe a th- I'm thinking two point five to be honest out of five. Okay, I'll be honest. It's higher than I thought you were gonna give it. <laughs> it no, as a like I said, as I'm talking with you, it, it maybe think about it more, and it it makes you think. Yeah, it's 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 too it's too long for my own take, my own liking. But for this, for what the story does, like with the witches and the dancing, it's it's a ride worth checking out. Along possibly with the original seventy seven, if you're interested in comparing and contrasting, like we've done more or less. Yeah. So, <laughs> just be aware, folks. If you absolutely love the original. You may be disappointed with this one. You may but be. But if you're not if you weren't huge on the original, then this one might just be for you. Yeah, it it's you know? either way. So, hey. Yeah, that's uh it's definitely gonna be on Prime for a while because it's Amazon original, so it's um that could go anywhere, like most titles on Amazon Prime. Josh, where can you find on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at JP Rayner. That's J P R A Y N O R. Uh, you can also find me uh, right here on Merc with a movie blog. That's at Movie Blog Merc on Twitter. Uh, and you know, I got some other places that I have a How I Met Your Mother podcast. Uh, Last Call at McLaren's. Check that out. Check me out at DC Comics News uh, as well as uh, Off the Ropes. It's a wrestling podcast I do with my brother. You can check me out at all those places. I got a lot going yeah, on. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do, boy. Uh, definitely check all those things out. Mm-hmm. And please check out everything here at the Merc with a Movie blog feed. Uh, this is the podcast feed. This is the podcast exclusive. No video attached. But if you want to see me on video, my glorious uh, fat face, if you will, uh, I am <laughs> on Beyond the Screen, which is the, it's in podcast form, but it's also on the YouTube channel for Merc with a Movie blog. Uh, the episode, the most recent episode is actually up right now. Uh, so definitely check <laughs> that out. It's Sean and Sarah, and we're just, we have the greatest chemistry for a podcast. We talk about this, that, and the other, and we d- dive into what we're doing with our lives, watching, and sometimes a, a top 10 list. So, uh, definitely worth checking it out. And sometimes Mike is so extremely bored. <laughs> indeed i had to uh hey i if i didn't watch it and i didn't want to care about the discussion i just go on my own ways on video and just do whatever anti norm i will say sometimes it's really entertaining just watching you as they're just talking just see what you're doing it's there you fun. go that's it's fun for everybody <laughs> um check it out at movie blog merc on the available socials and just type and work with the movie blog on YouTube. The website's also a pretty decent place to go to just to read some stuff. Just read articles of the past. Uh, and Josh yeah. is always writing up something here and there. Yeah, I just put out a... I just, within the last few weeks, put out a couple new reviews. I got Stillwater and uh, Respect, the uh, Aretha Franklin movie with Jennifer Yeah, Hudson. so d- check all that out. We, uh, we love movies and shows, so we are dedicated to the craft here, folks. Uh, if you want to follow me personally, I am available whenever possible on Twitter and Instagram at Mike Mixtape. Um, I do have other side podcasts as well, but I've been busy recently and editing has been quite low in the past month, two months, three months, a whole year maybe at most. Um, <laughs> so 
Uh, all of the Twitter stuff that I do for podcasts is in my bio, which includes Deep Undercover, the podcast I do with Josh, where we cover the Americans. I'm still working on editing those, which are extremely long, like this episode, for example. Uh, it's close to being an hour long here, so that's going to be a fun edit later. Uh, that's at Deep Under... Uh, that's on Twitter at Deep Comrades, which I'm trying to tweet out spy-related stuff, which I have not. Uh, it's, it was a converted... From Project Mixcast, which is my podcast network, which is anchor.fm slash Project Mixcast. Other ones include Minimum Monster, uh, which is a David B. and I. We do a Godzilla podcast. Uh, I tweet Godzilla stuff there. And the brand new podcast that I'm working on is Transmit TARDIS on Twitter. Uh, it's actually called TARDIS, Ooh. the Doctor Who podcast. It stands for Transmitting and Receiving Doctors in Space. It's anagram. So it's pretty nice. Uh, I found a yes. Doctor Who fanatic online. He uh, he's actually guiding me through the classic Who stuff and leading leading oh, nice. into the new stuff. Uh, the the gimmick of the Doctor Who podcast TARDIS. We are watching each Doctor's episode one by one from one to thirteen. So we get to see the first episodes first and the second episodes all together in groups. So uh, as of hmm. this recording. Uh, we have recorded five episodes. We're working on the sixth episode. So the sixth Doctor is going to be next. That's going to be interesting. Nice. Yeah. Is your podcast bigger on the inside? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, it it seems like it. Uh, quite big on the inside. A lot of... I need to get those uploaded <clears throat> pretty soon as well. But uh, three podcasts on my network. Uh, I did mention to the grid the partners podcast I do with Sean. We're finishing up with SPD, which is sexy panda donuts for, for Josh's sake. Uh, uh, new season's coming out pretty soon for that one. And everything else I do is on this feed, like I mentioned. So yeah, thanks for listening to Prime Picks. Uh, I will see you guys next time when a Prime Pick has been made. Uh-huh.